My ducks, my swans, welcome to the pond. My name is Dorian from group82university.com, and basketball is a love language for me. I was going through my stuff, and I found this. For those of y'all that are listening and can't see, it's a plain white binder. And inside of here, this is a page that was given to us when we first became graduate assistants at VCU. And it's basically something that the previous graduate assistants had wrote and gave us advice on how to be successful and how not to be crazy. You know, it's, it's some cuss words in there. I don't know if any of y'all can see that or, you know, I don't know which camera what they got us on right now. But, you know, this book is my lifeline when I was, I'm sorry. This book was my lifeline when I was coaching, you know, and there's a lot of things in here I still look at, like my goals, be a great husband, NBA general manager. Before I die, be able to say 100 people, be able to have 100 people say that I have impacted their life in a positive way. You know, I probably want to change that from 100 to, a, to you know, 100 million. I want to bring everybody to God. That's what I really want to do. But I made that book when I started coaching in 2009, and I stopped it around 2012. So when I was at VCU, you know, that was something that was very, very serious and that was something that all the people who were serious at VCU had one and I still have mine and it took me back to how I got hired by Shaka Smart and VCU so to take y'all back, if you've listened to the previous episode about how I got hired at Montverde Academy, Montverde is the best high school basketball program in the country. So that means every single college coach is coming through there practically every single day. So I had access to damn near every single coach in the country, and I had access to elite talent, which allowed me to be able to talk to whomever, and we had Nike behind it. So I had a lot of protection that I didn't have before joining Montverde Academy coach under Kevin Sutton. We got fired. After the second year I was there, we got fired. They brought in Kevin Boyle. They had a different direction for the program. I see why. Makes sense. They did a phenomenal job. Didn't like how they got rid of us, but I do see what they wanted to do, and they've been trying to make amends and bring people back, so there's no hard feelings. This is just how this business goes. You're going to get fired, and when you get fired as a, as a basketball coach, I don't care if it's high school, college, or pros, if AAU, if you're a full-time basketball coach, this is what you primarily do. It is a scramble mode in February, March, April, May, and June to try to get a job. And we got fired, fortunately, fortunately, in March. So therefore, I had a lot of time. So what I did is I started using every single relationship that had wanted something from us over the years, right? People that said, you know, if there's ever an opening on my staff, hit me up. If you have, there's anything I could ever do for you, you need a letter of recommendation, you need me call somebody, whatever. All this social currency that I built up, I now had to cash out on. And when I went to cash out these checks of social currency, some of them bounced. Dudes didn't answer phones. Dudes didn't return texts. Dudes would send you straight to voicemail. Dudes would get you on the phone. He used to call you all the time, one players. Now they just letting you talk. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, I'm going to look into that. Cool. Hey, hit me up. Let me know where you land. It was all lip service. But there are a few people who delivered. One person who delivered was Paul B. and Cardi. 
Paul Biancardi works for ESPN. He is their director of national recruiting at ESPN for boys high school basketball. He does essentially every single boys, boys high school basketball game. I don't think there's anyone in the country right now who doesn't know more about the top 100 boys basketball players than Paul Biancardi. Paul Biancardi used to be the head coach at Wright State. Paul B. and Carl used to do all of our games we played on ESPN. That first year I was at Montverde was the first year we had ever played on ESPN. I was a director of scouting in Montverde at that time. So what that meant is that I had to go and advance scout whoever we were playing. I had to make a personnel report. I had to write up offensive sets, defensive sets, their tendencies, all that stuff. I had to make sure that we was prepared. And this is high school. This ain't off the tape. This is live scouting, looking at that stuff right there. I didn't know how unique of a skill that had, but it's just something I naturally knew how to do from watching basketball over the years and looking at the telestrators and playing video games and then playing myself and making up my own plays when I was a little kid, you know, trying to get everybody in alley-oop, even though we couldn't even grab net. So Paul B. and Cardi loved my scout reports because I would always give him one before the game. And he would say things inside of my scout report on air. And I was like, oh, he really reads it. He really uses it. We played on ESPN five times. He got to see five scout reports. When the year was over, I called him and let him know. And, of course, when we got fired from my bird, everybody knew anyway. So I knew Paul knew me and respected my basketball knowledge. And he was one of the people over the years that said, if you ever need help, let me know. Another guy who also delivered was Stan Jones. Stan Jones was associate head coach at Florida State, still is to this day, under Leonard Hamilton. Great dude. Him and Sutton have known each other for years. So he would always come to our school. He would always come to campus. He would always stick around in the office. And he always gave me great advice. And they had a video coordinator spot open. So I went to Sutton. I said, hey, man, these are jobs I'm looking to get. You know, the first job I would love to get would be Florida State video coordinator. Even though I didn't have too much video editing experience, video coordinating, like, ain't that hard to do. The second job I wanted was to be a GA at VCU. And the reason being is because I knew they had just went to the Final Four in 2011, April 2011. This is now May 2011. And I knew they had five GA spots. And all five of their GAs were moving on. I had heard this through rising coaches. I think I heard from Andy Farrell, if I'm not mistaken, that all, or Trey Myers, that all five of their GA spots was going to be open. I was like, yo, this is crazy opportunity right now. So I told Sutton this, you know, he, he had just gotten fired. He was a head coach. So I didn't want to put too much on him. But at the same time, you know, he told me, hey, man, I'm going to look out for you. So we were kind of helping each other through all that. But I knew I had to take it into my own hands. So what I did is I went ahead and I applied to VCU's graduate program, the Center for Sport Leadership. I was in graduate school at, at UCF. I had already graduated. I already had a master's degree. So my GRE scores were fresh. I had a master's degree. My, I did extremely well when I was in grad school. They had like a 3.8 or 3.9 or something like that. So I knew I was probably going to get in, and I was coaching at my bird, and I coached in Division II. So I knew I was probably going to get in to grad school at VCU. So I went, spent like three hours on a Saturday in this time where I'm like job hunting, paid the application fee, filled out the application, bought my transcripts from UCF, got my transcripts from Indiana, submit them, whoopty whoop. A week later, I was informed that I had got in. In the meantime, while I was waiting on that acceptance, what I did is I went to VCU's website and I looked at their director of basketball operations. His name was Kyle Getter. Kyle Getter, I read his biography 
and he used to coach and be the director of basketball operations at Wright State. Paul Biancardi used to be the head coach at Wright State. I started looking at the years that Paul Biancardi and Kyle were there. I'm thinking, hmm, Kyle might have worked for Paul. Let me see. So I reached out to Paul, told him what I was doing, what I had going on, because, you know, he said, if I need help, this is the time. So I need help because I'm unemployed. And I asked him if he knew Kyle Getter. I immediately had something to ask him. I didn't say, hey, can you help me? I didn't say, yo, can you get me a job? I had something directly that I probably knew that he had, which is a relationship with Kyle Getter. He said, yeah. I said, man, I heard all five of their GAs left at VCU, and I knew the director of basketball operations was in charge of the graduate assistant positions. That's how it is in college basketball. I said, man, can you connect me with Kyle Ketter? He said, absolutely. We got off the phone. He uh, called Kyle, see what the deal was. When he got off the phone with Kyle, he texted me, gave me Kyle's number. I hit Kyle up. When I hit Kyle up, I told him who I was, wooty whoop, everything. He said, hey, man, listen, anybody that's cool with Paul being Cardi is cool with me. He always looked out for me. He said, I like what you're talking about. I like how you are. I'm going to get you on the phone with our head coach tomorrow, Shaka Smart. I gave him a time that worked. Shaka called the next day about 10 minutes before we were supposed to talk. Me and Shaka stayed on the phone for 45 minutes. I was in straight Coach Clark mode, man. You know, and it wasn't so much that this is Shaka Smart that just came off the Final Four. Shaka Smart that was like the wonder boy at Florida and, and he was at Clemson and all that stuff. Bro, I needed a job, okay? And I wanted to be around basketball and I knew I had, everyone had told me that I had this gift for coaching. You know, I think it's more so I'm just direct and I, basketball is a love language to me, and it's how I experience love a lot of the times. So because of that, it, it, it amplifies a little bit harder. So maybe that is a gift. I don't know. But I wanted to be able to use that. I was addicted to coaching and being in the gym and helping players get to a place that they can't get to by themselves. And I think Shaka really liked that. Shaka called Kyle. I don't know what conversation that they had. And at the time, you know, I had, I had to clear my head. Like, I ain't had no money, but I had people involved in my life that was rocking with me. So I flew somewhere. I ain't going to put no white business out there. So I flew somewhere. And when I flew somewhere, I got there. And me and this person, you know, we out to eat. And when I'm out to eat, I get a call from an 804 number. I don't know 804. I pick it up. I'm like, hello. And it's Kyle Getter. He said, Kyle. And he said, Alton, it's Kyle from VCU. I'm like, man, what's going on? He said, nothing much, man. You know, we want to offer you the graduate assistant position here at VCU men's basketball. And I was at dinner. And usually you say, hey, man, give me 24 hours or something to think about it. I said, absolutely. Yes. When do you need me? He said, we need you here on Memorial Day. I said, it's not a problem with me. And... I got off the phone, and we was at dinner, and I remember just thinking, just sitting at that time, like, yeah, I feel like my life is literally about to change, and not because, um, you know, this is going to lead to money or nothing like that. It still ain't really led to money to do that, actually, but I knew that I was going to get opportunities to show who I am and what I am in the world of basketball while simultaneously learning what is out there and what I can get better at by learning from some of the best basketball minds in the country. I mean, on that staff, you had Shaka Smart. You had Mike Rhodes, who Shaka's the head coach of Marquette now. 
and it's gonna date the video, you know, 15 years now, all these dudes gonna be somewhere else. Mike Rhodes was, is at Penn State, head coach of Penn State. You got Will Wade, who's the head coach at LSU, he's the head coach at McNeese State now. You got Mike Jones, who's the head coach at UNC Greensboro. He left because he had just got the job at Radford like a week I got there. He was replaced by Jamie and Christian, who became the head coach at George Washington. You had our director of ops after Kyle Getter left and went with Mike Jones was Mike Morrell, who's the head coach at UNC Asheville. And then the other black GA, because there was five GA spots, and Shaka had an unwritten rule. Two of them had to be black because, you know, he's a black coach. The other black GA was Dwight Perry, who's the head coach at Wofford. And so I was on staff with all of those head coaches in different positions. And so that's why this is so valuable to me because there's so many of those things that I have in here from those guys. Like I was looking yesterday, and I'm sorry for y'all that, that can't see it. You know, this is all not only a listening podcast, but it's a visual podcast as well. You know, for those of y'all that can see it, I don't know if the camera's going to show this or whatnot, but this is an individual workout where I took notes. I actually had this in my pocket, you know, when we were doing the individual workout. It was the first individual workout that Mike Rhodes did with Javante Reddick and DJ Haley and uh, I think Rico McCarter might have been in that group and maybe Soj, David Hinton, if I'm not mistaken. And Rhodes was the best basketball mind I had ever been around. So I made sure I, I wrote down what he did in the individual workout. I don't know what the hell any of it means now, but is that's just what I was able to do when I was at VCU. So I'll try to take full advantage of it. I was only there for four months before Cliff Warren offered me the director of basketball operations position at Jacksonville University. That VCU team went on to win the CAA Conference Championship, both regular season and tournament, went to NCAA tournament, and ironically lost to Indiana in the second round, if I'm not mistaken, to the team that had Cody Zeller and Victor Oladipo. But... That was a phenomenal experience, man. But it took me having to be my own agent in my own career and piecing it all together. So for any of y'all that are trying to crack into coaching or practically any industry, you know, something I read inside this book, it got notes from the Villa 7 Athletic Directors Conference. And if y'all want me to, like, scan what's in this book and put up on the website and y'all can have access to it, let me know. Let me know in the comments, replies, however you get in this content right now. Get to me, and that's something, you know, it's a lot of stuff in here but I will do that because there's a lot of value in here. But inside there, it's a note from a coaching conference called Villa 7, and that used to be held at VCU every single year. It was the top 60 assistant coaches in the country. Basically, they all were from Nike schools as well. And in there, they had an AD panel, and in that AD panel was Norwood Teague. And Norwood Teague was the AD at VCU who hired Shaka. And just the advice you're able to get from him and the things that he said inside of there, things that Craig Littlepage, who was the athletic director at Virginia, he was also at that VCU conference. There was all these guys who would come through and drop these gems, and I'm able to take that stuff now and see how it applies to not only the world of basketball, but to my business, Group 82, and to everything else that everybody works on as well. So you never know what opportunity you're going to get. You got to be ready. You got to be prepared. And you got to be your own agent. And like Norwood Teague said in here, the athletic director at VCU at the time, he said, you can't wait on athletic directors and schools to hunt you. You have to hunt them down yourself. And that's exactly what I did with getting this job at VCU getting hired by Shaka Smart. I'm out the pond. Y'all stay true. Vote. Vote. Vote.